back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time. First things first, apologies for not being here at the same, the usual time, the 10 a.m., the 11.30s, etc. I hope the content I have previously brought out kept you lot entertained and there'll be more some there'll be more content both live and just normal content to come online from me today. So make sure you're following across Twitch and YouTube. In relation to Twitch, again, it's Portugal versus North Macedonia today, folks. I'm going to be doing a watch along on Twitch half an hour before kickoff. So I'll be online about 10 past seven-ish, 15 past seven, well, quarter past seven. And then we go again. In fact, I think it's 7.30 kickoff. So seven o'clock or one of them times there, I'll be live in it. Just from the minute it turns 6.50, UK time, make sure you're on Twitch. Appreciative to you lot who support me across YouTube and Twitch. It's quite crazy that we're growing slash the amount of growth we've done just from a phone. First things first, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night, depending on where you guys are tuned in from. I hope everyone's good. I hope everyone's blessed. Hopefully, everyone's had a progressive week in terms of their goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, and aspirations. Yeah, as I said, man, met Ian Wright today, and he said he knows about my team so... Mm -hmm. It is what it is. You get me? We're making, like I said, without you lot support, we wouldn't be doing this. We're getting there, man. It's not every day you meet Uncle Ian. And as I was saying, you know, I sounds cliche, but you genuinely, the way he speaks, the way he carries on, he's literally like somebody's uncle, especially if you're of Caribbean descent. Like, literally, you wouldn't think this is Ian right. But anyways, man, it was a mad thing today. And shout out to everyone else that man met and whatnot, man. In fact, as much, as great as it was to meet Ian, you know, I can't remember the brother's name, but one Asian brother saluted, man. Quite a few people saluted, man. But one guy else from my pitch, I was like, right, like, you, you could never be talking to you, man. Ian Wright's there, you know, man. Just does see little YouTube videos. It's not me, but I ain't saying nothing. And yeah, man, like four people said we're gone today. In a short space of time, I'd say five in general. So, I mean, it was a good reminder, man. I think as a content creator, you don't sometimes deep the impact slash, you know, I'm not saying the man affecting man's life, but like the, the value you provide or like the joy you provide or whatever. So, yeah, man, it was nice and whatnot. But we're back to business. If you're on YouTube, smash the like button. Twitch, you already know what to do. Hopefully nothing happened in terms of the poll. I did want to ask you a lot about all platforms. If it came to it, specifically, I just want to know, centre, mid or up front, where would Arsenal fans lie? Because I personally was having this debate with my friends. I think you need both. I think there's no reality where it's one or the other. You need both in it. But it all depends how you look at it, really. And I could understand people that side with, yo, we need a striker. Look at what's going really on for as good as people are doing in terms of general play. I could understand people maybe, you know, wanting to say, you know what, let's build the midfield, have the back five with our defence and our keeper, our two men in the midfield, and then let our front men and, and Odegaard flourish. So please let me know your opinions of that. One love to you lot tuned in, man. Hopefully we're out of them issues, man. We got there, we got there, we got there. Yes, sir, literally driving right now, waiting to catch DG on my ride back home late night today. Hope you're doing well and everyone in the chat too. Right back at you, my man. So yeah, apologies for the technical difficulties. A Kai, shout out to you. Or should he, I don't know who that is, my guy, but shout out to you. Not even shout out to them and there in it. I don't know who that is, but them and there, I know that's not me in it. I don't, did anyone know who that is? I don't know. It's not me. You know, please be careful with them typos there, especially them sort of typos there, man. Therefore, can't be thrown in the same thing with them lot because my thing is very different and them lot are, are madmen, really and truly. Not just you. We had some issues, man. Shout out to Twitch ones. D. Young and King, what a name, appreciative. We got again, we got again. One love for you lot pretending that was the first time you heard that as well. 
throughout the course of this live stream, obviously, we've seen, I can't lie, man, I love messing it. Monreal, Ozil, I see one, two things are going up. Allegedly, Pepe's had something to say on his situation. Ramsdale has thrown his hat into the ring for potentially being Arsenal's new captain. We've been linked with Gakpo again. Tite has responded, allegedly, to what these links are, whether it's um, whether it's Arsenal manager or some other role. I haven't read them articles, but I'm pretty sure there's probably going to be, you know, they probably gassed up the thing. Uh, allegedly, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's agent has responded to stuff, which, you know, the papers over-sensationalised thing. So it is what it is. Uncle's a legend for doing the patented, deluded intro. I, I did ask Uncle more energy. It gave me energy most the first time, but it gave me it when... It weren't certain. That's what the rumours are saying. I can't confirm or deny them reports, though. And obviously, he was giving out... It was an event centred around giving flowers to people they think deserve it within the industry or whatever, just in general, innit? Um, so, yeah, man, it's nice for a little bit of repetition. Shout out to my guy, M, for the bringing day. Um, as I said to Uncle Ratty, you know, it's the first time I've been given flowers, much less by another man, so I don't really know how to react to this one day, but love my guy nonetheless, innit? <laughs> yeah, man, we met here, man. I had to ask, you know, I had to, I had to, I had to. You lot wouldn't have let me get away with that, man. You lot wouldn't have let me get away without asking for that intro. And obviously, you know, we, we tried to do a little... Let me not talk. We try a thing. We try a thing. You lot just monitor the thing in, in, in due course and what shall be, shall be. It is what it is. Trust me. I, I, Luke, I know we already went on about, you know. Again, let your opinions come about and whatnot. Gakpo, my driller, let's speak about my boy. We'll get into it, man. He looks good. He looks good. You have to... I, I, them Love Island Utes, we have to discount after the, the, the paid dream sellers that were sold, but we have to see what's going on. For what I see of this gap, Paul, brother, not that I, I'd say I have 10% knowledge, 5%. I don't know nothing. From what I've seen from a technical level, I haven't watched more than... Bro, have I watched 90 minutes of him? I think twice, you know, by default, watching PSV. Um, and I haven't got an informed opinion. I don't know... He, one thing I don't know is his weaknesses. That's the first thing I like to hear about when talking about footballers. What's their weaknesses? You know, that's especially when they sign for us, because the weaknesses are what's going to make or break my man in the long run of things. Then tell me about his strengths. I don't know what his temperament's like, what his strengths or what his weaknesses are like. In terms of what I think are strengths, he looks like a confident runner with a ball. He plays with his head up. You know, he's a captain of PSV. So that kind of ties into what we're looking at in that you can see Ramsdale's a bit of a leader. Whatever man say, Ben White's a leader. Gabriel's a leader. Tini's a leader. You know, Odegaard's a leader. Lokonga's a leader. You know, again, the young bulls up front are, are leaders. We've got people who have been captain for club and country despite their young ages. So... That one there ties in. He can play across the front four positions. You know, he can score goals. He can take a free kick. He he, he, he he can get kicked and he keeps going. That's one thing. Obviously, when you sign players, if they get kicked left, right and centre in the Premier League, which you're looking at Saka, the ref ain't going to save you. Have you got the balls to keep going? And I think he's got that decent ball retention. But I don't have an informed opinion beyond that of this individual, really. So from what I see, I like it. But yeah, it is what it is, man. Fabrizio, big up Luke. Fabrizio has said Arsenal are prepared to let Torreira leave the club on a permanent deal in June. Talks will take place soon with Fiorentina by clause, by option clause, sorry, available for 15 million euros. So it's what we should be seeing, really, really, really and truly. It's exactly what we should be seeing in, in relation to the future of Lucas Torreira. We knew being contracted until 2023, his days were numbered. I don't think anyone can quite pinpoint where it went wrong for Torreira. We know off the field. 
you know, rumours that he never got to grips with life in the capital and being, you know, speaking English and acclimatising himself in the change rooms and whatnot. Unfortunately, you know, he unfortunately lost his mum, so he had a bereavement, and it, it just didn't it just didn't work in it. And on a sporting front, it kind of trust me, shout my guy in for the Michael Carroll. That's Messi Ozu assist today, boy, real guy. Um, beyond as I was saying, beyond the obvious, from a sporting point of view, for me, it kind of went downhill when Emre started trying to make man into this number ten. I don't know what Emre was on. Emre knows more about football than me, so he must have seen something. But it's like we've gone from Torreira being something close to what we've needed in our midfield one season, Torreira and all of that sort of stuff. To he's doing a tenting, and it didn't bang, of course. Um, and it all went downhill from there. We knew there was no reality Torreira was going to come back. You know, on the face of it. We've got moves agreed, or it seems in principle moves are agreed for Torreira, Guendouzi and Mavropanos, three people that arguably, you know, in last year there was obviously COVID was getting over and we was trying to secure fees, so probably discounted, but we've got them off the wage bill and we've got some finances. So, yeah, man, as I said, for me, I'm looking at Edu in terms of outgoings, especially this summer, you know, outgoings, signing Saka Martinelli, Saliba and these sort of dons to new deals, as well as obviously bringing in people is what's going to make the difference. But it's what we expect, you know, knowing Fiorentina or anyone, they're going to try and haggle. It's not a buy obligation like a lot of them Italian teams do. They're going to try and be like, hold on, 15 million might be too steep. He's got a year left, you know, and Arsenal might be at a weakness there. On the topic of Emre playing Torreira further forward, he has scored twice in recent weeks for Fiorentina. So maybe they're onto something there. So it's probably what we what we expected, really and truly. Gap Pro Opinions slash Torreira. Talks. Let's just do it 16. One love to you lot tuned in, people. Without you lot, it'd be pointless being here. Come on. More flowers needs to be given whilst we're still alive. I don't plan on going anytime soon, but I appreciate that, my guy. You know, I'm not respectfully, it's nice to you know get a little bit of recognition and things, but I'm not interested in flowers, man. All that awards and all these things, of course, we've all got egos. Of course, it's nice to win things, but that's all superficial, man. First things first is I want to make the right content. And what I mean by right is content that I want to see, content that I believe in, content that I just, I just talk about things that I'll be talking about with my mandem. So you lot are flocked for that reason. So them sort of things there and just what shall be, shall be, man. DG Nation, we, we can't be worried about a next man's farm. We've got our little farm. We're, we're producing decent little little fruits here and hopefully soon there'll be something to harvest. So, yeah, man, any recognitions and then things as a result of, you know, the man I become slash becoming, you know, is another thing, but is what it is, man. A DG app, bro. Hey, shout them investors, bro. You know, shout them investors. Everyone's not trying to buy Chelsea and buy my ticket. But I said app, you know. <laughs> I can't lie, I'm glad you met Uncle Ian, but I can't lie, I'm a bit jealous, but glad the nation is gonna be jealous, dog. It's different. Ian Wright met a legend. You get me? That like, he met a legend now playing big up righty, man. Two legends in the place, man. Cool guy, man. Cool guy, man. But I fucked up. Fucked up when I met Ian Wright today. You know, I, I asked the questions I needed to, but I fucked up people. Forgot an Arsenal shirt. Well, man, got beer Arsenal shirts. All I got a Sharpie sat here. Beer Arsenal shirts. Just had to put it in my bag. I remembered earpods, but not that. I've got Ian Wright's autobiography. What big up one Bulgarian done one done's come from Bulgaria with a translated one. And I couldn't even bring mine. Fucked up. 
fucked up that thing there could have been signed history is where it is but we go again big up dg your streams mate work that much easier to get through i appreciate that my guy and it's only possible if you look like i said what's the point sitting here waffling if you look weren't supporting and whatnot man what's your ideal striker would you like to see at arsenal there's not really one if i'm honest but flavors of the month people that are being linked something just tells me to take a chance on darwin nunez i do like latoro martinez if i'm honest I do like Osimhen, even if that can be done or not be done at Napoli. Probably missing out a bag of names. I would like someone like them Jonathan David sort of bracket guys to be part of the squad as well. If you don't understand what I mean, someone that replaces like a Bamian in the sense of we need you to score goals, and obviously someone that replaces Lacazette simply being another striker in the squad. Now, obviously, I want my striker to score goals to put pressure on anybody start in the starting lineup to show that we can rotate and still do a thing, but I'm sure already get. I must say, I'm surprised that Monreal's words are nozzle. So am I, allegedly, but I don't know what's been said. I just see these articles, have clicked them and go over them with you lot, man. I watch him at PSG, PSV, apologies if I said PSG earlier, PSV. You will like him. Only weakness at times is knowing when to pass, but that doesn't happen often. I mean, these are things you'd imagine for someone early age. Yes, Defo looked like a strong personality, this Gapo lad. Again, that's true. But how often has he played up front? You know, if he's... I'm all for bringing players. He looks like he's a wavy done, but is he a striker or is he a number eight? I think first things first. I think the first signing that walks through that door, that question needs to be answered. If they can do, a, you know, if they're a false nine, that's great. But did they score goals? And Arteta, is for, for as much as people waffle about his system and we can see that Arteta wants a multifunctional striker, he, the man has said it, but we need to score 100 goals you know, as a team, I need these other guys to score goals. We need a striker who scores goals. He even indirectly says, we're doing this youngster thing, but we might need a bit more players that are ready right now, you know, a, a couple of this, a couple of that. He says, again, we're sat here what reading, the, literally reading our text comments. So it'd be interesting to see. But if he's coming to be part of the squad, fair play. But as I said, I need to, I, I personally want to know a number eight is landing a guy that's listen. If you're if you can be a false nine, that's great. But you're scoring 15, 20 league goals minimum. Everything else you do is past that, you know. Because as much as I like these multifunctional players and all these things, let's do our jobs first and then excel really and truly. You know, there's no point being able to do all the fancy things if you can't put the ball in the back of the net. There's no point being a goalkeeper who's wavy with their feet if you can't keep, you know, if you can't make a save when called upon. He's 6'2", so decent height, man. <laughs> and said Uncle Ian got to meet DG. To be honest, by the way, Gakpo for 30 mils, a brazy shout. Can't lie, that's our second striker down. And then we can get a proper nine. I'm for that. I'm for that. Let's get to 100 likes. Big up C for pushing that ball out. Would you take Martinez and Gakpo as strikers when we can start working our midfield? Yeah, why not? We call that. I hear, I hear it. It's a good way to look at things. Humble and hustle. You gotta be, man, because things can get taken away like that. And bro, man, in a trick, what have I accomplished? While I'm very thankful for the 45, 45 odd thousand subscribers on YouTube, the four thousand odd on on Twitch, you know, again, all from I can't lie, you know, yeah, there's been a couple of paid things that we've done. We we definitely make a change of Twitch and YouTube, not the most, but clearly it's all right. You know, there's been a couple of other things, the situations I've got to be in, the, a couple of freebies. Of course, I've, I've done a decent amount, but what in the grand scheme, what have I done? I ain't accomplished nothing, you know. I haven't done nothing. And do I can wake up and say, I don't fancy it today. I can actually just go to sleep. 
I ain't done nothing. So you got to stay humble in this life before it humbles you. And I don't want that. DG crossing the ball into right. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uncle Ian's lucky we didn't play. Not Is it not table tennis? Is it table tennis? You see the one where you put the ball and you have to smack like... Can't even explain it. That's not table tennis. I mean table football. Or is it? Whatever that is. He knows what time it would have been. Give us some exclusives. What did you ask him? Obviously, he thinks we're getting top four. You know, we got righty, them sort of questions there. And we spoke about it. You get me? Just wait and see, man. For speak, I'm in big, big trouble. Big up, DG. Thoughts on our fans doing revisionism on players gone is doing my head. And you know how it is. People repaint narratives all the time. So I wouldn't pay attention to that. Show Ian your goal. I should have, man. Thoughts on Spurs fans saying Kane is better than Henri. I haven't seen a Spurs fan say that, to be fair. And Spurs fans will tell you themselves they're checking shit. Come on, my guy. I appreciate that, Winchester. Wouldn't be surprised if they put Martinelli up top. I'm not against playing Martinelli up front, man. Are you in the Arsenal change room? Yeah, man. I got on, I got on, the, on, the, on the train... From Seven Sisters to Finsbury Park and sat down, man. You know, Arteta, me and Arteta are going to have dinner in a sec, man. I've got a special coupon for Williams Restaurant. You know, he, he owes us after we cancelled his contract. But yeah, I'm open to playing Martinelli up front. But again, I want a guy that that's your job to be up front so that guys can develop. It's very different when you're looking at... Balogun to lead the line, Martinelli to strictly play up front. And as much as fans care about this youngster thing, then fans are not forgiving, you know. I want Martinelli to play up front. I want Saliba and all these young players to play. And I tell you that every week, you can't gas them up when they do well and be surprised when, and again, hold them accountable, but be volatile, change your opinion on them. Ben White, Gabriel, I love them to bits. I think they've done they increased, improved a lot, and we've got a lot, a lot of stability. But they ain't accomplished nothing yet. They're not all the way there yet, and they've done dumb shit that hasn't been punished, and ones that has been. Saliba's as good as he's had in his twenty-eight league appearances for for Marseille has had them as well, and we'll no doubt have them here. Balogun, if he led the line for Arsenal, there's of course games where he's going to be anonymous or miss his chances, etc., etc. That's the territory it comes with people. You know, again, these players, these young ones, they are relishing expectations and they're doing quite well. But, you know, I would like to see some experienced players, if not necessarily through the obvious of age, just in terms of where they're at as footballers, to allow these young players to thrive in different scenarios. It's almost like... Just let our young players thrive because they're playing with ballers and people that are serious. As much as it's turned around under our tail, our young players are thriving because our club's a mess and been a mess and gone and been stripped to the bottom. And our young players are, are kind of know what this thing's about now. Testament to them. And as I said, we're turning the corner, but I'm talking historically about Arsenal. I can't like again. I, the Liverpool Liverpool's the best example. You know when Curtis Jones uh, look with Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott. All them new youths that come around, they can see a Fabinho, a Salah, people that get it. You know, I would even Trent, Trent can look to Van Dyke and things like that beyond the obvious. And Trent clearly is an experienced player, but generally you get the point. So this is why I kind of, and we've got to remember as much as it's about tomorrow, we kind of need players that are on it today. Because nobody, nobody's going to care that these are young players and they will learn their lessons if they fuck up top four. A lot of people accept it. A lot of people will say, okay, uh, we didn't expect to get here and there'll be a lot of, you know, lack of balance, but they'll be very unforgiving. So if we could just get players that, okay, as much as it's about players of the future, but we need three points today. You know, there's no point talking about potential if, if we're fighting relegation and things. As you saw in August, no one cared about that. 
everyone cares about it now because there's results. If the results were mixed, no one would care about it. And again, that comes with the territory of football. But it is what it is. Sorry, I make a timestamp. But yeah, man, large up you lot tuned in people across Twitch and YouTube. Come on. What else you lot saying? We're going to get into all that stuff. Table football. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. Chill out, man. Chill out, chill out, chill out. Who knows, man? Who knows, man? Oh, Ian Wright was... I can't lie, man. Shout right, but I just... Bro, Ian Wright... You know, you should, Ian Wright says, got money to write me on Re and, and Venga now, man. I'm Ronaldinho. Martinelli said himself that his favourite position is left wing. That's good for him, man. But your big man, like Arteta says, you're playing left wing, right wing up front. You're doing it all big, man. Reckon you could get Gravin Betch. He looks like he's gone to Bayern or going to go to Bayern. Kamara wouldn't mind on a free transfer for the squad. Our RFC, I'm still a buyer. People keep talking about a striker that can do what Laka does, but a change in the system can help replace Laka without bringing in... I'm not being funny and I'm not trying to criticise Lacazette, but... The bar's on the floor for Arsenal in terms of what a striker is meant to do anyways. Four goals between these two strikers that are playing week in, week out for our club. I'm not trying to get at them. That's just a fact in the league. With 10 games left, they've got four goals between them, you know. So beyond the obvious and us knowing what has happened and where, how we've got to this point, the bar's been on the floor. Now, the bar's even lower on the floor. Like a lot of players, you know. I love Ramsdale, but he didn't have to do much to show he's a certain keeper. Tommy Asu at right back and, you know, whoever comes in. If the but if the, you know, working hard, everyone should be able to do that. Link up play. If you spend play, if you spend a certain fee on strikers nowadays, link up play. Don't not saying everyone has to do it the same way, but if you ain't got link up play, that's a serious problem. The only problem or grey area around all the strikers I'm looking at is can you score goals? You should be able to do what Lacazette does. Of course, how he does it to how if we threw him, Firmino would be very different. For instance, Firmino can actually arrive into the box. I love Lacazette, but I couldn't help doing him dirty there. Um, but it is what it is. The bars on the floor, I'm not being funny. As much as I like Lacazette and whatnot, bro, it's not like it's a world-class player. With, like, come on now, you know. And it's funny how the narrative shifts. Come on, we're talking about dropping him and that. So, yeah, man, it's called tech ball. Whatever that is, right, he would have got smacked at you. You know, he's lucky. He played someone else. He knows what time it is. I was sly. I was free in the table. He's busting joke about Ramsdale as well. He's busting joke about him playing out from the back with the tick. Thinking, yo, all right, cool. Someone, if you lose, I'm going to just pat it in right at this very quickly. Life changed. How? Life ain't changed. <laughs> Am I the only one that still believes Pepe can be converted into a top striker? Maybe, but the way he does the false nine thing is, is dead, man. Laka used to be a pace merchant. Things change, man. Some of you used to have six-pack. Now you got beer belly because you got older and you didn't work out. Things change. Some of you have lost your hair. Some of you's hair have grown because you just come out of the jailhouse and that. So it's crazy. Things change. Things change. The gal we thought was dead and then she was butters in school. I'm sure some of you seeing she's the sexiest one about now and you're wishing you spoke to her a bit more nice. And for the gal out there that done you weren't looking at, he's probably pure, he's bust him and that. So things change in life. Things change, man. Torreira was starting week in, week out this club for one reason or another. He got rubbed out. Like, things change. But you're right. You know, and I'll be, wrong, I'll be honest, it does clearly look like Lacazette is regressing in the sense of 
but he's lost it. He, he was he's he's never been the quickest at, at, in an Arsenal shirt, but he's I think he's lost his, he's lost the small little yards he has, so he can't really run in behind. And I think defenders know that, and he doesn't really arrive in the box. I would say he's still got that quickness in decision, but like because of he used to have a pace, he used to have pace. One thing I liked about Lacquer is he never scored many, but some of all of his goals were like. Sometimes there were acute finishes, or he, he didn't have too long to think. He'd have to shift it onto his foot, do do something very quickly. There was one like that against Spurs. There's one at home like that against Chelsea. There's been a couple of those sort of ones. If we were just on Twitch and not on YouTube, I would actually go on YouTube and start looking at these things and bringing it up. We can do that on Twitch, but we can't do that on YouTube due to copyright issues. You know, I think he's lost the kind of lost the ability to kind of do that. If I'm honest with you, with Lacquer, man. If I if I if I'm if I'm brutally honest. Well, it is what it is, man. Really, but yeah, I, I yeah, it's finding a striker shouldn't be. And I mean, when you look at a lot of them, they all seem to be able to do everything. You know, we was linked with Ollie Watkins. Don't want that, but he seems to be able to do up, do up the link up play. Dominic Calvert Lewin the same. Not what I define as link up play, but you could kind of see it. The only one I was looking at and thinking is a bit funny was Tammy Abraham. But in hindsight, is for me, his heading and link up play needs to improve a lot. Um, especially for someone of his size and, and his stature, but it's improved a lot based on what I'm seeing in Italy. So, and obviously Darwin Nunes can do that. Even Isaac can do that. Half the guys we're linked with can do that. The modern day, that is almost a, well, it is a basic, you know. There's not really too many strikers you look at that can't do that. And the ones that can't are struggling really. So, yeah, unless you're like Aubameyang where, you know what, you might not be the best, but you score goals. Or, you know, typically a, a, a Lukaku, you put up with it. That is what you need, isn't it? So the bar's on the floor, so it, it might be overstated. I mean, as much as I'm here for the false 19, can they just put the ball in the back of the net? By all means, do all of that. Human being, shout out to you for resubscribing as well, man, for five months on Amazon Prime on, on, on Twitch as well. I just see that has come up, people. Exactly. His link-up players in there. His touch is muddied. Are you man doing like a dirty? Trying to work out what... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're doing him dirty, man. Pepe occasionally played as a striker on the BL. So, yeah, he did, man. But at the same time, would he even... I, I'm actually for it, but to play devil's advocate, I'm not going to lie, man. I know at the time Arteta was, it felt like he was bugging out when you was doing Smith-Rowe false nine against Villarreal and you was because it is what it is. But I can not that I can see Smith Rowe being a false nine in terms of what he could give us. I, I see the angle, you know. I, I can't lie. I, see, I kind of for it. I see it with Odegaard. I see it with Martinelli. I see it with Laka. But yeah, I would. I would. I would give Pepe a chance if need be. But I, I'm, I just kind of just want a normal striker. Pepe left, right wing. That's you, my guy. You know, maybe if, if there's, you know, by by God's grace, we're in the Champions League and we've cruised through in the last game week. We need to rest players. Let him go and do his thing. False nine, let's try it. Or Carling Cup or whatever. But I'd rather, for me personally, Pepe, your thing is the left and the right wing. We need two strikers, one midfielder and one right back. Ain't been watching in a while. Good to see you still going strong, DG. All the best. I appreciate that. We need a whole lot, man. You know, and we're going to say the same old as we always say. This is the most crucial summer. This summer is important. We love it, man. Number eight, we really need you get that who you get that who can link up with Odegaard. We have not seen the best Odegaard yet. Tell them again, because I believe that as well. A lot of these players, I think would score. I think a lot of them 
would relish a number eight. Like I'm not even trying to get a Xhaka because he's been a good a good player. But if you could get an eight or eight that can do what he alleged does for Arteta or do what we want to see in that quick turnout, boom, carry the ball or spray that pass consistently. Then man will well, Odegaard can stay further forward. Saka can stay further forward. It is what it is. Hey man, sorry if I've hit home, man. Will Pepe get a consistent run again? Man, I have to earn it. I'll be real. He's going to have to earn it, really and truly. As much as I agree with some of you saying, this guy ain't played, that guy ain't played. Reality is we need to get results. Go and show the manager. When you get opportunities, take it. You know, Lacazette, just that he forced his way into the lineup. A lot of it, obviously, it kind of happened for him at the right time because Aubameyang got rubbed out. But there was a time where Lacazette weren't playing well. Then Lacazette was affecting the game. Then it, for me, I think it was the Crystal Palace game what really said, all right, cool, we need to bring them both in. Because if you remember, if Lacazette was holding bench early in the season. It was all Aubameyang, Aubameyang. Then it was, let's try and get Aubameyang and Lacazette in the team because we wanted to make Aubameyang pattern. It never happened. Then Lacazette, it became the thing. And obviously, in time with what happened off the field, you all saw in it, really. So it's a wild one for Pepe. He's got a lot to think about, I will say. Pepe has a lot to think about because... If AFCON didn't happen, I think he forces a move in January for us. It's good to have as an option. He clearly, it's nice to see everyone buying in, but you're not. You've made 107 appearances for this football club, signed for 70 odd million, you know, getting to that age now, 25, 26. And you've still not really learned a lot about you. You're still fush. You still got, you got more. Everyone can see you're a brilliant player, you know. Pepe can ball in it, like he can ball. The consistency, the hot and cold patches, the these sort of things is all the baggage. And I'll be honest, I would like to see him play more. I do think he could have played more, but we've been getting results. I'm not gonna lie, I don't care if you're getting results. I'm loyal to Arsenal, not the players, in it. When we're not getting results, and like I saw last season or whenever it was when Williams playing, then I have that conversation about could Pepe use these minutes? Could this guy used them minutes. A bit like when we're seeing people play rubbish in centre-half and we're saying, you know what, well, all right, cool. Could somebody else do it then? You know, but when you're getting results, the first things first is results. So for at periods this season where people have said, oh, Martinelli's been unfortunate. Ainsley's been unfortunate. Tavares has been unfortunate. This guy, that guy. The we need to remember the most importantly is the result. 38 games, three points. The strongest team goes out there, you know. I understand, Pepe. As I said, all them things there and you're still not playing. You know, you're not really getting a look in. You weren't playing. You went off to AFCON. I think he's remembered how good of a player he is and he's got that. He's just started playing again, really. There's a lot to consider. So it is where it is, man. Let's see exactly. You know what? Let's crack on with, with with this as well, man. Keep your opinions coming, people. Um, You know, let's balance the talking with actually the reporting thing. But allegedly, again, I haven't read this. Headline could be very different from what is actually said. Nicolas Pepe weighing up Arsenal transfer exit after Mikel Arteta talks. Nicolas Pepe has... Sorry, my keys are in the way. Let's move them. Nicolas Pepe has confessed he will weigh up his options at the end of the season after holding talks with Mikel Arteta over his frustrating predicament. Of course you should. Beyond the obvious of what I said, you're contracted until 2024. If we've had the conversation, ultimately made the decisions to sign Martinelli, Saka, Saliba to new deals, allegedly all contracted until 2024. What, the database, when you're when you're on Excel and you're, take, and you're pressing certain things so certain things come up, what, Pepe's name 2024 is not going to come up. So it is what it is. I, I think, I you know, I don't think Pepe was set up to fail per se, but he's been set up to fail. He's joined at a turbulent time. I don't think he's ever been that player. Like, 
He's, he signed for us off the back of real strong 18 months where the footballing IQ really developed. If you listen to Pepe's parents or even dad, he kind of he kind of spoke about it, really. I'll try to find his, dad, his dad's comments. But I like Pepe, but this is ultimately what he is, man. And, and whatnot. On Monday, he said, I'm focused on how well we do until the end of the season and the club's target, which is getting into the Champions League. Then we'll see what happens. When a team is winning, it is hard for a coach to make changes. Facts. And that's one thing I like about Pepe, you know. It's not about your ego. Not saying Pepe or anyone else. Everyone should want to play. Everyone wants to play. But the team's doing well. That's why, Leno, you're not playing. That's, you know, we're stronger without you. There's a reality to that. But when you come in, take a chance. You know, if we're not doing well and you're not playing, then for me, which has been at times at Arsenal, then we look at, or I would look at if I'm Pepe. If we're winning, you can't break something. Let's be honest. Pepe, for what we expect, Saka shouldn't talk to you, innit? It should be you and Saka, or you should be you should be what Saka is to this team. It's Saka. Simple as that. You can fight him, but that's Saka. The left wing, Martinelli, Smith, throw. I'm not saying Pepe isn't a better option or not. If it came to it, it's between Martinelli. If you put a gun to my head, I'd probably lean towards Smith Rowe today to play on that left-hand side. Up front, it probably is Lacazette at this moment in time. Odegaard's in the 10. But there's been times where people's form has been shaky and people have had to drop it. If Martinelli, Smith Rowe, etc. aren't doing their jobs, then they know what happens. Smith Rowe, again, unfortunate to lose his, his position at the time. Odegaard had a bit of a wobble at the start of this season. So I understand why, but, you know, I love to see that this ain't a player sulking. This ain't people not just thinking inwards in it. It's about the collective. He's able to be upset for himself, but think about the collective. And that's Arsenal being in the Champions League and what everybody, you know, because just because you're not playing don't mean you're part of it. You're training every day with everyone. You, you know, you're, you're riding with each other. The things that I said positively and negatively, I said about all of you. Of course, man are going to focus a bit more on Saka than, I don't know, Reese Nelson, who's not a point, but you're all part of this together. You know, so it's all a reflection on yourself. Mikel Arteta has explained that to me and the coach knows what I think and how hard I'm working. It's about communication. Sometimes it's not easy to communicate with the language barrier. Now, if I look back to when we spoke earlier this week about Arteta in his press conference, he kind of spoke about, long story short, the quicker you can learn English for me, the better. Now, how good is Pepe's? That might be a reason as to why you're not playing. That's why probably you see Gabriel and Ben White gelling a bit more. You know, you hear Martinelli learning English and things. Obviously, there's more to it than that. But maybe it's little things. It's little, sometimes it's little things like this that get you in the team. You know, it's little things. So, yeah, if it's not... And, and again, you know, football's universal. There's Frenchmen, there's Spaniards, there's whatever. And that can communicate on his behalf. But if Arteta can't tell... If you can't reciprocate what Arteta wants directly then that might be something. Because, again, above all, football's about communication. You know, Modric, Xavi, all of these guys' passes are irrelevant. All the mad passes they've done, it's all irrelevant if somebody doesn't run on, find, you know, clock what's going on, you know. So there's communication. So it is where it is. Of course, it's frustrating. Sorry, he said, it's been a tough season for me. It has. Of course, it's frustrating not to play. No playing joy is not playing, but I have to respect the coach's decision and the team is playing, is doing well at the moment. I have improved since coming to London and English football is totally different from French football, particularly the intensity of matches. And I had to adapt physically and make that transition, which I have done. And again, his coach allegedly said, when I watch Nico on the bench, it is painful for him as he loves to play. And it's painful for me because I need my players on the pitch for club games. I would like him to play more. I'm sure he can bring a lot of solutions. When you see what he brings to Ivory Coast, I would like to see him bring so much fun and joy and happiness 
and goals with the red jersey. And even if I if I'm honest, if I look at the game before the international break, forgive me if I'm wrong against Leicester, he came on the pitch. Let's be honest, there's been time since we've remembered that Pepe is an Arsenal footballer in the last few weeks. What the game before last, he was quite good off the pen off the bench. That game, he stunk up the place. He, let's be real, he stunk up the place away at Leicester. And sometimes, damn things there as to why a manager won't lean upon you, you know. It could be a thing where I'm not... Just use Saka as an example. Not that he does this, but if you're a manager, you might lean towards a player that's going to give you a 5 out of 10 out of... You know, if you've got a 10-game period and you know he's going to give you 5 out of 10, it's nothing amazing, nothing too terrible. You might say, all right, cool, that's... I'll, I'll deal with that. But I'm not saying it with Pepe, but Pepe might give you 10 out of 10 one week, two the next week, five the next week. It can't deal with that really and truly, especially as we're now developing and trying to add consistency and the rest of it into our game, people. So there, there, there's that to consider really and really and truly. I do think Arteta believes in his abilities. I do think he uses him, but for one reason or another, there's something he's not convinced about. And, you know, normally this part of the season is in the last two years, Pepe's been the saviour for us. And, I actually feel, again, if people were to ask me two players, I feel Arteta's improved. I could say the obvious, but I've said this before. I genuinely think he's improved Granite Xhaka and Pepe. I actually think he's improved Pepe. Now, as I just said, I'm going to contradict myself. Definitely not off Pepe's last game or outing or appearance. But generally, I think Pepe's defensively overall contributions over a course of 90 minutes, not that he knows what that is at this moment in time, is a lot better than the flash in the pan sort of stuff. Not that he has moved away all the way from that, but there's, and there's still elements of that. But you get the point. So it is what it is. Pepe lacks physicality, balance and passing ability to play striker. DG, what if this season comes down to the wire and Arteta finally unleashes Martinelli as a nine? But I would love that. You know, I don't care who plays, how we play. Just do the thing in it, really and truly. Just make sure you're doing you're doing the business for us, really. I don't... I, boy, if, 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 if somebody says we can win every game, but, Pep, you know, there's no clean sheets but, and Gabriel scores every game, I don't mind that. I, I don't give a flying monkeys. If we look at Pepe, obviously on the scheme of it, he's played 29 times this season. Yeah, he's played 20. He's been in the squad 29 times, sorry. Playing 18 games. He's played 15 times in the league. Got one goal, one assist, which for your £72 million man, for one of your top earners, that is something that's got to be revisited. I do think the club's got more pressing urgencies to move people on. I think Pepe would have to kind of force the boot, the, the, the move this summer if he wants it. I think the club would let it run for an extra year and then see what's going on. You either put yourself in the shop window or be sold on. But yeah, man, obviously, you know, he, he, he doesn't really know what 90 minutes is at this moment in time. When last did he did he start a league game, really and truly? I think one run report said October. How many times did he play 90 minutes? We were rubbed these times. And it was a bit unfair for everybody involved at this moment in time because we was a mess of a team. Whether we've won these games or not, we was a mess. We started to put in the building blocks. So fair enough. He's played 90 minutes five times before the turn of the year. He got what? Well, he's a sub there. You know, since we was robbed, how many times has he played? As has he played ninety minutes? There's not really too many there, is it? Is it? So that kind of tells you Arteta likes you, but he doesn't necessarily trust you. And at twenty six years of age, twenty seven this year, something to seriously consider. You're, you know, you have to have arrived now, and we're still. Respectfully, I know Jacques has improved, and it's a different thing, but you know, we're still having the same sort of conversations with Pepe. We're, we're probably a better team balanced without him. But that could have, you know, we look back balanced with Martinelli. Certain certain people a few months ago might not have necessarily said that. So things can change. But 
with Pepe, his contract, it looks like the beginning of the end, really. I'd be surprised if he's an Arsenal player this time. Well, I want to say this time next year. I would be, but I would say come the end of next summer, really and truly. You know, I do think maybe the club run his deal down. They might say, let's put all our resources to sorting out, you know, Leno, Reese Nelson, Ainsley Maitland Niles, Torreira, Bellerin, etc. etc. Um, and then we can still use Pepe because he's not a bad player. He's clearly not disrupting the group and things like that because he's still Arteta weeds that stuff out. So be interesting to see, man. But again, you know, they have to be talking about a new contract. And if they're not, then they've that's that's already that's already speaking, isn't it? Really and truly. So we'll have to see. What I like is he's not feeling sorry for himself. I need to find Nicholas. Nicholas Pepe dad. What did his dad say? His dad said some comments, man. Yes, and 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 it's, it's again. I hope I don't think the Guardian is going to open it, but that's one thing. Pepe brings a lot of joy. He needs to become a bit more calculated, a bit decisive. He still plays very in instinctive, very emotive, you know. And his dad said this when he signed for us. Pepe must learn at Arsenal that football is not fun, and he said he's learned. He clearly has learned, but we haven't seen evident, consistent, um, consistent, sustained football maturity from Pepe. Let's be real. I know it's been turbulent. I don't think he's had an opportunity and things have been going on. But, yeah, it is what it is, people, really. So, yeah, his, his own dad said it. I need to – I just want to skip to the to – the, to the, let's just find the bulk of this, man. I just want to see that incident, man. That's talking about the president. That's all of that talking about our interest in him is somewhere my son has a lot of qualities but he still has a lot of work he must be more consistent in his game more serious he must understand this is not fun it's his job so again maybe there's i don't think there's one reason why pepe is not playing it's probably a bulk of things and sometimes it might be a mixture of things he might be doing everything well they might not just doing it better than you or you it might be the language. It might be consistent application. It might be consistency in everything he's doing in training and the games and whatnot. It might be a bit of everything. I guess we'll never truly know until Pepe or Arteta opens their mouth. But yeah, man, it is what it is. Before we carry on, what else are you lot saying? If you're on YouTube, you need to rise up 100 likes. You see why I prefer Twitch? Because they don't do me that dirty, man. One well, love to the Twitch heads as well, man. So yeah, I like Pepe, man. And I hope that there's a resolution, but obviously I care about the team, the team first and foremost. And it looks peak, man. How are you? I'm doing well, my guy. Pepe seems to, to need to find a bit of confidence in Europa. Now it's all Prem games. Can Arteta trust him to do the hard yards? Saka's ruined his Arsenal career. As the, do you know where it is at some time? Arteta can install confidence, but you've got to install it in yourself, really. Pepe doesn't look after the boys too wasteful. I'll be real, top player, but one, two, inconsistent. And two, he doesn't look after the ball. Pepe got no love from any manager. Emery said he wanted Zaha, then Arteta benched him. Well, then maybe that said, you know, I, I'm sure if we go through it, I'm sure there's players that were loved over both. Xhaka could say, I got love from both of them. Now, whatever we say, why is Xhaka? Why, in the same way, there can't be a coincidence that maybe on the two gaffers now, it ain't really happened for Pepe, you know? Why is Xhaka playing all, of all these men? I know it's two separate positions and that, that plays a part, but in terms of what 
you offer on a football field, players, foot managers are not going to not play players they don't think are going to help them. Whether they're right or incorrect in their thinking, they're going to play players that they believe in because at the end of the day, their job's on the line. It doesn't mean that every 11, he doesn't believe in the bench players. Obviously, you get where I'm going with it. Part and parcel being at a big club, you're tough, right? <laughs> at least he's aware it's not the time to change the team, especially. That's what I like. When players are not involved, they can sit there and say, which we want to hear. I'm not happy I'm not playing, but it is what it is. I'll, when I get my chance, I'm going to take it. I see the big homie with Unks today. What a moment. Come on, come on. That was a moment still. Really, I should have sent the, the files to myself and whatnot, but it's on my Instagram page. Let me see. I bet we get shagged if we try to rise it up, but can see the little picture of them. Can see it again. Green screen not being nice. Oh, I don't know why you look can't hear that. You get me? All them haters, you get me? We soon blow, we soon blow. Soon have Thierry Henry on FaceTime and them things. They're Ronaldinho and all them things. DG Nation appreciative to you lot because without you, things like that are not are not possible. So we keep going. Martinez will be cold. Pepe is talented, but he's not got fit into this current setup at Arsenal. To be honest, I'd like to see you get game time up top over in KL. I'm not going to lie. I, I do think when I see things like... Remember when he was bringing on Tavares and Eddie and Ketia left wing? I, I do look at Arteta like big man on Team Arteta, but yo, come man, you're violating. But on the other hand, is he sending a statement out? Is he telling some people something? If he does trust them further forward, why? I don't know. I'm just being devil's advocate with you lot people. One love to you lot tuned in. I don't know. I'll be looking at Arteta like, hang on, mate. I saved your bacon a couple of seasons. You're going to need me against Crystal Palace. That's my game. You know, I would like Pepe to stay, be part of the team and be part of the squad and force his way in and just have him as a player. But if he leaves, it's at the point where it's not that I don't care, but I don't care. Like, I understand why you're leaving. It makes proper sense, but it is what it is. To be fair, low-key, I, I hope Tino's not here. Loki Martinelli gives the world way too much. Let's be Martinelli FC. Let's be honest. Low, the lowest of keys, the lowest of keys, the, the smallest of volumes. I'm not gonna say that ever again anymore, you know, because it's Martinelli FC. But let's let's be honest, he kind of gives the ball away a lot. He's a bit scrappy with it. So I think if you're using Martinelli as an example, it's a bit harsh on Pepe. I think you lot are, I don't think Pepe loses the ball as much as you lot make out, but he does lose the ball quite a lot. But you're right with the others. And for me, it's about, you know what, it's it's, a, it's probably about what you're doing when you're not necessarily standing out. Maybe Arteta sat there and said, on their worst days, what, Saka, Smith-Rowe, Martinelli, these guys allegedly are better than him. I think Arteta just sees Pepe as, and I would at this moment, you're my wild cannon. Some games I might look at you, I want to strangle you. Other times you might win the game for me and there's times for you, there's not times for you sort of thing. You know, he's probably kicking himself after the Leicester game. Why the fuck did I bring on Pepe? The game before that, yo, maybe I'll give this man a bit more opportunities. And the wickedest thing is, I think Pepe's improved a hell of a lot defensively under Mikel Arteta, if I'm completely honest. I do think Pepe's improved a lot. 
likewise, again, if we're honest, I don't think Saka's improved enough defensively. I think Saka gets away with a lot. I'm going to whisper it. Martinelli gives the ball away a lot. Saka def defending needs to improve. There's a couple of Ramsdale's distrib distribution at times, as great as he is, has been a bit booky. Sometimes his positioning isn't the best. Ben White has a bit of a brain fart in him, does, as does Gabriel. I love my players, but we got to be honest. we got to keep it true. Both his goal and assist were against Wolves, though. Massive match that helped us keep momentum. And that kind of ties into what I'm saying. Sometimes he's going to save your bacon. Other than not, he might not. And that's probably why other men are playing, because I'm going to get my five sixes out of tens. And this is it as well. I just think the word is just frustrating, man. I just think Pepe frustrates a lot more than, than all of them. Pepe is my favourite player, but it's impossible to argue that he should be in the starting eleven. Our very player has suffered the most of having no Europe. He has still. I'm not for the Pepe. I'm not going to lie. I'm not really for the Pepe false nine thing. New striker thing. Martinelli up front settings. Then we do up that, man. Come on, serious, Mazza. DG will melt if he sees Dino. Well, I can't lie. I'll be screaming like a, like, like a bad man. I can't. Even Neymar, to be fair with you. You might pause. Nah, no Martinelli slander. Like I said, whisper it because there's pagans about. If we're honest, Smith, you know, even time Smith Rowe, but this is where they're at as kids, man. Or young men in their careers. Pepe is capable of producing brilliant moments, but he also has appearances like against Villa Wales, be sloppy and give away cheap fouls. So, yeah, not Leicester. I actually mean, that's the game. Leicester, Aston Villa away, because that was before the break, man. So, yeah, you're right, man. Love for saving me, Dick. So, yeah, you're right. And this is why you don't play, man. Pepe's got that Nuno Tavares thing about him. Like, you're beaky. Like, there's something likable about you, but you're beaky. Like, let's be honest. Others, there's going to be a base level. If we are down, Pepe is great. If we're winning, he is not that great. Pepe would just do better with another team. The system don't suit him like it It don't suit Aubameyang. I think that's a bit harsh. I, do, I don't think it's necessarily a suiting him thing, but I hear you. I just feel you're just frustrating, bro. Like, I feel it's more a you thing. Like, if anything, you've probably you just got to do whatever I think that, you know, if you're doing everything you genuinely believe and still not starting, then fair enough, chat to your agent. But I genuinely believe it's it's, it's, it's a Pepe thing, you know. If you get your head up a bit more, you stop running the, into blind alleys, you find better balance with what you're doing, then you get more opportunities. And I would want that, because I think we've got some good problems now at Arsenal, man. You know, before we was... No, let's play David Luiz and Socrates or this and that because it's a better pivot than defensive pivot than this and that. We would we were just picking between bare shit, man. Like we were just happy to play certain other players. Like really, we was gagging. Well, certain man, we're a bad man will do them teams there. Certain man, we're gagging to see certain mediocre players because William was playing. Now we've got man. I said like, is it Odegaard or Smith Rowe? How do we play all these? We've got good problems now, and I feel out wide we've got good uh, problems. Is Smith Rowe's long term future out wide? Probably not. But Smith Rowe in the short, medium, and maybe long term, you've got Smith Rowe, Martinelli, who could go up front, Pepe, Saka. There's problems. And some of the players we've been linked with can play out there. So it's good problems. And like someone says, part and parcel, man. Pardon me. Pepe says language barrier prevents him from communicating clearly. Arteta speaks French, so he would have thought they speak at least. They probably do, and that's probably a communication barrier, but I mean, a, a way of breaching that barrier. But at the same time, 
What is Arteta's level of French? Is does he know it like the back of his hand? Does he know it on the arse of Vengating, or is he can say one, two words and at the same time it's good for Arteta speaking French? If he's on the other side of the pitch and he needs to relay an information, he might tell a midfielder go and do this. My man says something. Pepe interprets it as a next thing. What's what are we saying? I hope Pepe stays nevertheless next year with Euro footy and rotation will help him elevate his form. And, and that's one thing that could help. Like I would say to Pepe, listen, you helped us get in your own way. You've helped us get here. You know, there's going to be more games, more rotation and things. You know, hopefully Pepe can step up so we can stop relying on Zerto, man. Fair enough. So, yeah, but again, if I'm on the right-hand side of the pitch and Pepe's on the left, bro, it don't matter what language I'm speaking. If man can't hear me, if I'm saying three and he's to fix, I'm saying four, what, what gone? It all depends, bro. If he speaks fluently, then again, there shouldn't be any issues. But at the same time, going back to what Omar said, like Pepe himself said, listen, the communicational barrier has been an issue and that weren't in relation to the players, so... Clearly, whether they're speaking English, Spanish, French, you know, Swahili, something's not clicking in it. Is that, yeah, the Pepe's, the Lokongas, the Sambis, these sort of men will get opportunities more so next season, assuming we end up in, in Europe in some capacity, which, by God's grace, is a reality for us people. But yeah, it is what it is. Continuing with some of this transfer rumor stuff though man because i'm loving this conversation keep it flowing across twitch and youtube one love to you lot people uh let's see what else is going on in this thing people now let's start here man yeah man i don't know why it's whenever i try and do do up twitch and youtube streams it starts effing but i don't know man Tomorrow, hopefully, it's better, man. Just going to have to ask you guys to put up with it for now, man. Big up you for the losing frames thing. I know who I'm coming to when we've got a budget and we need one of them editor dons. Football is a universal language, bro, but man still have to understand each other. Of course, there's certain things that man can say that everybody understands. But at the same time, yeah, man have to speak English or, or, or some common tongue, you know, which typically in this country will fall to be English. Arsenal make first call for Latoro Martinez as Inter Milan set price tag. Arsenal have reportedly held exploratory talks over a transfer for their former striker target, Latoro Martinez, who is enjoying another fine season with Inter Milan, overdoing it a bit. But allegedly we've made contact. Ah, we've made contact with you, with David, with Nunes. We'll just have to see. Come the summer, right? Won't we, people? We've also been linked with Dybala. Apparently, the Italian giants are ready to uh, cash in on their man people if they receive an offer of 59 million pounds, which equates to 70 million euros, which if we really want, our, if Arteta really wants him and he's done his due diligence and he's convinced, assuming this is it, then we should have half a chance. Allegedly, the report adds Arsenal have spoken to the players' agents, but Atletico are ready to rekindle their interest. They've also been linked with the baller, who Arsenal have been linked with and who Inter Milan have also been linked with. Latoura Martinez has said he's happy. His agent has said he's happy. You know, at this moment in time in the in 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 the season, unless a madness is going on at your club, you're not going to say anything. But it's not. It's simply not the time to talk about transfers now, is it? So it is what it is. Uh, what's this about? 
Arsenal, before we get into the rest of it, Arsenal are in pole position to sign PSV star Cody Gakpo with the Gunners ahead of Barcelona and Liverpool in the race for the 42 million rated winger. And a whole host of European clubs are looking at him. He's got 16 goals and 15 assists um, so far this season, 22 years of age. Beyond the obvious, you know, he's he's captained his club. It ties into what we've kind of got with Lukonga, Odegaard, people that are seen as leaders, whether they've captained their club, their country, or just shown other leadership aspects. He fits into that. You know, if he can play out wide as well as up front, he fits into what we're doing. 42 million is a bit steep for someone that isn't necessarily a number nine or a number eight, two of the most pressing areas to, to look at. But why not if they've done their due diligence? You know, are Arsenal legitly interested? Are any of the clubs remains to be seen, people? He's been linked with us quite a while. He's contracted until 2026. So unless there's a gentleman's agreement in what's going on, I don't know. Um, it could be tough. Apparently, their technical director admitted he'll eventually leave. Gakpo will, of course, not stay in Eindhoven forever. He will go to a top club in a top league in the future. Or will that happen next summer? That's hard to say. You know, he made his debut last summer at Euro 2020, but didn't join up with the squad for their friendlies against Denmark and Germany this month after picking up a knock. Arsenal are keen to strip... Well, I'm not going to keep reading that. We know we're losing major strikers. Oh, fuck's sake, man. Sorry, people. But RIP Miguel Van Damme, as you see here, this 28-year-old, is, you know, that's a year older than me, tragically lost his life after a battle with leukaemia. And again, football's not even important when you see things like that now, is it? So thoughts are with him. Well, God rest his soul. Thoughts are with his family and loved ones at this difficult time. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin agent denies claims that Everton striker has already agreed to join another Premier League side and insists he's focused on the Toffees relegation plight and mid-interest from Arsenal and West Ham. Once again, his agent isn't going to say anything. PSV fans said he looked out of place as a striker, so he's a winger. So again, does that mean Pepe is going to be moved on and it's one out, one in? Someone else he's more convinced? Is he going to come in as a winger? And Operation Martinelli up front going to become alive and kicking? I don't know, man. We're going to have to see. You know, I don't know. Like I said at the start, I've seen him play 90 minutes once. I've seen a little bit here and there. I don't have no informed opinion. What I've seen from him, he looks like a decent ball carrier. Looks like he can play a decent pass. Looks like he can do bits in the final third. Looks quite confident, but I don't know his weaknesses. At 22 years of age, I think there's a lot you're going to probably have to improve at. Respectfully, the Dutch league, there probably is a discount you have to give them. When you look at De Jong, De Ligt, Ziyech, Van der Beek, you know, I could be wrong and I want to be stand corrected, but who from the Dutch league has joined a bigger league and just banged straight away? They've had to find their way a bit. So there's that. And the same goes for other leagues. So there's probably that. And, you know, I would like Anthony or Gravin Beck since we're shopping in the area of Vizier, but is what it is. But in task with Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who we've been linked with for, since, since for what day, really and truly, let's see what's going on. Apparently, they're prepared to drop the rates to allow Calvert-Lewin to sign or well, to be fair, the Toffees are reportedly prepared to let Calvert Lewis leave. So maybe they got a Bandulu doppelganger there. Uh, the, he's 25 years of age. Arsenal been linked with him. If he fits into what we're doing, is is what it is. Again, Suarez, bad boy signing. He's, so fair play, Suarez. He banged straight away. Apart from that, who banged straight away? I'm not saying players didn't come and do well, but who banged straight away? So again, you'd probably have to discount him. So if we're going to spend 42 million on a man that needs to develop, you have, that has to mean Pepe's going, or it, you know, does that what how does that impact our striker team? Dominic has not agreed any deal with any club. 
He's currently working very hard in training and is fully focused on finishing the season strong with Everton. So, boy, it is what it is. 60 million asking price is dropping. His, his agent hasn't said anything. And again, it's not the time for transfers, is it? People are not going to... They're not going to... Unless it's an absolute madness going on at certain clubs, they're not going to go out and say anything different. So I think that's that. I think that's that. Again, where Tite is confirmed, concerned, sorry, people, we can close that. Make sure you're following on Twitch, people, because, again, I'll be doing a watch-along for Portugal versus Macedonia. We will be keeping an eye on England and everything else, people. Ap apologies to Arsenal. Tite, sorry for rumours linking him to Gunners' job. Apparently, Tite has insisted the rumours were fake news after he was linked with the Arsenal job. He's apologised to Arsenal after local media rumours claimed he was in for the managerial job, which, considering he's got a World Cup in November, I don't know. I apologise to Arsenal, but that information did not come from us and there's absolutely nothing to it. At a time of so much fake news, information that is not true makes me sad and I hope that this is corrected. My family can rest easy because I have dignity and respect for the Brazilian national team. My feeling is very sad and I get sad because information is passed to the public that is a lie. I tell people who feel identified with me to be calm because Tite has a personal attitude that values his professional activity and knows of the responsibility with the Brazilian national team. So he said, I don't know what he was trying to really say beyond the obvious there, but yeah, away from that jargon, I love it from Aaron Ramsdale and I love how he takes responsibility for his mistakes. Man, do you need to remember Pepe was our top goal scorer last season, so he's not a bad player. I take the responsibility, but that's down to the manager. Arsenal favourite puts himself forward for the captaincy. Ramsdale about leadership, chips, his relationship with Leno and who would win in a fight between him and Ben White. I reckon Ben White. Mm. Yeah, I reckon Ben White, respectfully, Ramsdale. Listen, I take that responsibility, but that's down to the manager. We've got a lot of strong characters, though, and a lot of people who think I would be good captains. Just to be told you're in a leadership role, I'd relish whatever. You never turn down the captaincy. I think I'd excel if I was given the armband, but that's down to the boss. Big up him. He said, with Leno pushing me every day, I know I can't sit back and take it easy because he'll take that number one spot off me just as quickly as I took it off him or even quicker. He's been good with me. We fight for the same spot, but we have each other's backs too. For me, it's not about what happens months into the first season. I prefer to be judged four or five seasons down the line. Amen. And I think like the whole team, we've all had a test in however many months from August till now, isn't it? I thought that becoming the number one would be a process of four months, maybe a year, but I was ready. I felt settled straight away, knowing some of the lads and the manager made it so easy for me by saying, just go and play your game. Once I got in, it was so comfortable for me to do my stuff. The fans have been absolutely amazing with me too. There was obviously a bit of unrest when I signed. People were talking about me being a second-choice goalkeeper, costing a lot of money and relegations, but that just gave me added motivation to win them over. Great, great story. Great story from Aaron Ramsdale. But yeah, that's Aaron Ramsdale. What's this? In terms of Eddie Nketiah and where our former departing striker, or soon-to-be former departing striker, is going, we won't get any peace because he seems to be going to Germany where whether he makes it there or not, they'll tie him down on a four-year deal and they'll sell him for more than they got. To be fair, away from Arsenal, I do like to see the foreign clubs kind of getting their revenge on, on British clubs taking players, man. But anyways, apparently, according to a report from German outlet Blind, Eddie Nketiah is a target for Borussia Mönchengladbach this summer. 
Um, yeah, man, it's alleged that they're coming in, that they're in for him. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't think it's specified anything else. We just know he's English, his contract's running out. Gladback might offer him first team football. So, there's that, man. I think they'll be in for a rude awakening. Mezit Ozil problem is that he had problems with everyone, says Nacho Monreal. Nacho Monreal has been lifting the lid about Mesut Ozil, Arsene Wenger, Emre and the problems faced by each of them towards the end of his time at the Emirates. Let's see what he said. Emre was weighed down by the post-Wenger period, as would have happened to anyone, true. I think Emre had a great season. We didn't get into the Champions League because we messed up down the stretch, but he took us to the Europa League final against Chelsea. The first half was good, but in the second half, we were deflated. The team was getting back on track, but everything went wrong afterwards. Scrolling all the way down. Mezit's problem is that he had problems with everyone. It ended badly with Wenger. He didn't play the last few games with him. And then Emre tried to bring him back and make him our leader. To begin with, he gave him a lot of confidence. And Mezit played a lot. But the manager un understood, or coach better yet, understood there were other teammates who were in better condition. Ozil was one of the best players in the team, one of the best played. But they, they saw he wasn't at the level required. As a person, he was good with everyone. But he also missed a lot of games through injuries. So, was I must admit, the way I was, you lot were at me and I was seeing it, I thought you lot were, there was going to be a lot more than that. But it is what it is, man. So, yeah, that's Ramsdale on Arsenal captaincy. Uh, that's Real on Ozil transfer news. So, yeah, man, I'm, I would say i got sympathy with Ozil, but it is what it is, man. You know, I just don't care. Like, it's got nothing to do with Arsenal. I love Ozil as a footballer. I do stand by him even when I see what's going on everywhere with you. But it's nice to see we ain't got these things. Magician of a player is peak. Shame how it ended. No one is bigger than the club. So glad the Ozil saga ended. That was annoying. I think Arteta is playing Eddie, hoping he'll sign a contract and be cheap. Like a bit late for that now. And you, it, what, it, this ain't really playing, is it? From Eddie, really? Is it? Is it really playing? Would you call that playing? So if I was there, not that. And that, for what it's worth, I would like Eddie to sign the new deal. I would like Arteta to tell him everything because I just look at Eddie as an opportunity to make peace. You sign him to a three-year deal, four-year deal, let him go out on loan, show that you can score goals, and then if you can become a player, why not? It's just like with Balogun, I hope you can become an Arsenal player for the first team. But if not, we need to be in a position where you can still have a good career, but can make it, it is what it is. And if I was then Ketty, as much as I like that from Arteta, from as much as I like what Arteta is doing, I'd say Arteta, you're full of shit, really, because well, man's made 18 appearances, bagging five goals, but I've only played 114 minutes across those 11 games in the Prem. I like, we know you're just here as a body. It is what it is. But you're not playing what? Oh, I didn't even share the screen. Apologies, people. So I don't know if that's true, you know. Love Ross for putting the poll up and whatnot. 12 against Villa, 10 against Liverpool, 2 against Leicester, 10 against Watford, 14 against Wolves. Now, I hope Eddie understands, like Pepe, that the squad is the squad. But, whoa, man's getting little man minutes. Like, at no point this season has he, and unfortunately, he was even injured around these times. He's been, psh, this is joke, man, minutes. This is them talented 16, 17-year-olds in the academy travelling with your first team minutes. This is meaty. When is his kit dirty, mate? Well, to be fair, I see him fall on the floor un un unprovoked against Villa, so he probably got grass stains. 
But that kit, bro, Eddie and Ketty's kit has been hella clean. Not now in the cup. We know the cup's his thing, but if he's playing him on the on the prospect of signing a new deal, this dead. Now I'm not saying play Eddie because he doesn't balance the team more than Laka and we care about the results, but you're not playing. This guy should have been sold or tied down to a new deal long before. So hopefully we learn from our mistakes and we can move forward. But I don't know, man. Eddie for Eddie Ward swap deal from Palace. Come on, Vieira. Eddie going to Germany alone would be good if we kept him. Eddie just needs to dip. He isn't good enough and he doesn't get those minutes for that reason. I remember when Arsenal fans were celebrating when Arsenal have signed those with good times. I mean, that was amazing. So can I, man. I it was a lie. But somehow we made it work, man. Big up the Twitch gang. Shout human being. Arteta and Pepe may speak, but how many players speak French? Bar Lacquer and maybe Xhaka. And I mean, he's got rid of the French connection at the club, really. Saliba by default. Gabriel must have some grasp of the language French. of Because obviously he's played for Lille. Leo. The Congo. I swear he's got Congolese in him. There must be some level of being able to speak French there, if I'm right. And the Congo, while he plays for Belgium, is of Congolese descent. So the Congo must have sat in there. Probably it off the top of my head. That looks like it's it, really. You make a point, oh, sir. I think we've seen that already. I hope Pepe stays. Nevertheless, next year with a Euro with Euro 40 and rotation will help him elevate his form. And with an eight slash striker, we can afford playing him as a striker more often. I only want him to play as a striker when there's reason to. I just don't I don't want someone to play just because I like them and just because I think they've been unfortunate. If there's a need to, if there's a need to rotate, if other players are not doing the job, if now we're just going to give you a chance and if the gauntlet's thrown down, you take your chances, There's then you play. I don't want... I, I'm, we've got to start moving away. From, I'm not saying you, but I think fans got to start moving away from this Sunday league under eights. You know, I've been... Jimmy ain't played, so he needs to play. You know, I've I've heard Tavares, Maitland-Niles, all of these guys have been unfortunate not to play. Reality is we went out of the Cups, rightly or wrongly. We went out of the Cups. You're not going to play. We need to get Champions League and Europa League football or European football. Now, some of you have come into the team. Let's be honest. Cedric does not start in Arsenal's strongest team any day of the week. He's forced his way into the lineup for whatever reason. If you get your opportunity, don't, you know, take it. But when last did he start into the, in the league prior to what's going on now? Maybe, you know, certain players are more accepting of being squad players and whatnot, but people need to be easy. So uh, is where is where that's concerned people. It really is. If I'm completely honest. I just think Pepe just needs to start doing part it might have a basic grasp of, of, of French. I was thinking that, but then I thought, where would you get that from? We've got a I just think it's a manager thing. Just wanted to say well done to our and the team for how well they're doing this season, especially with Ben White. Best wishes from the Leeds fans. Shout out the Leeds fans, man. Hopefully you stay up, man. Really hope you lot stay up. Rather Everton go than you lot respectfully, Everton fans. Badly hoping Burnley go, but I just know Burnley are going to get their way out of that somehow. 
some way. <laughs> yeah, bro, the youth man minutes. Cedric is taking his chance when he's coming. Last year he was at, he was at left back was quite. I think I'm not gonna lie. I think this is the only time I've seen Cedric look consistently thirty. I think he was meaty at left back. He still is a meaty baller, but he's doing his. He's taking his chances, man. I would like to sign somebody a backup right back that's better than what we've got, but he's doing his thing. Take your all I ask is that take your chances. And you prove people wrong. Like I said, Cedric, you've done your, you've taken your chance. No one can get on to you. Crazy, man. Let's just hope it in. Let's just hope. All I care about is getting over the finish line, man. All that matters is Arsenal returning back to Europe. That's the only thing I care about, man. So let's see how that one there develops, man. I think Pepe could do a job at the 10 position. Same, but... Nah, you're not play I can't lie, I don't think you're playing 10 for me any day of the week where Odegaard Smith throw it there. Unpopular opinion, but I think on the wing he's a bit predictable. I don't think he's... He's he's better than people give him credit for in tight spaces, but I don't think he, he would... The way I would want my tend to operate at Arsenal, where things are running through you, I don't think so. I don't think you'd be good enough on the half turn and many other things. But who knows, man? For me, it's you know, I'm more likely to play him as a false nine, really, than that. But yeah, man. You can vote for March Player of the Month on Arsenal.com as well. I actually wasn't meant to go on Arsenal.com. Trying to actually see any Arsenal-related news. And I hope Pepe sources England today, man. You'd imagine Arteta is watching. I can't lie, I'm getting a bit nervous for the Crystal Palace game now, though, folks. Like, we'll speak about it when it's 30, but, you know, under the lights, Selhurst Park. Oof. Crazy. Informed Patrick Vieira. I hope he remembers, you know, what we done, what he done for us and what we done for him and just lets us off. Big up from a Villa fan, though our players aren't for sale. I shout to you. Hey, Villa fans, you lot have been real quiet, man. You know, where's my guys? When you lot were like, oh, I have to accept cookies to see Arsenal in the league table. You lot forcing the beef with us, man. Why is why is young on to us, man? Ever since Smith Rowe, the whole Smith Rowe saga. Now I'm playing, it's all entertainment. Pepe on the uh, Robert Van Persie striker role would love to see. His movement's not good enough for that. Like, hey. Apparently, Arsenal and Spurs are one of six clubs to have made an offer for Dybala. Arsenal have been linked with Luka Jovic, Asensio, Hazard. To make of that what you will, people. Allegedly as well, in terms of silly season. What else have we got? Arsenal bid for 10-goal winger. We've bidded for Luis Sincitera. Sincitera, I can't say his name, but us, Atletico Madrid and Bayern Leverkusen are all allegedly interested in the Feyenoord player. He's quite decent, but I don't think we are looking at the 22-year-old. But he is consistent with the links we've had for players on the wing as well. 
Allegedly, El Nene is set to quit Arsenal for Besiktas as he lines up a free transfer back to Turkey, people. Apparently, Besiktas are looking to contact his agents, people. As you know, he spent the season on loan. And again, really, he's only back here because he didn't do much, man. We just need someone to beef with West Brom. Beef with West Brom is in the championship. I hear it, man. Arteta has been proven right in terms of personnel in his preferred system. Can't fault him, but it's a shame how it ended for, for Oba. It is, man. Just shy of 100 goals. And, you know, it would have been nice. if See see the way he's found his form, broski, for Fingy, for Barcelona. If he just found his form for Arsenal, all is forgiven. You know, it's a bit like Ivan Tony. He's always saying lately, just moving mad off the field. But on it, he starts scoring. I would have loved a bit of that, but it weren't, it weren't to be in it. It is what it is. Brazy, man. Very, very brazy indeed, really. But yeah, on that note, though, people, I'm going to love and leave you lot. I'm back again. Uh, I might be on later, just before the live stream. We might have a footy talk, so we'll leave it till later. Uh, tomorrow will be in that. I'm back again at when when's kickoff? Sorry, people, because I, I I know it's set in my time in my in my log in the schedule and that on Twitch, but I don't know if I'm actually scheduled at ten past seven or seven ten. Seven ten past seven or seven ten. I need a coffee in this afternoon. Seven o'clock or ten past seven. Uh, when am I? When am I like? But I'm not even looking at the right thing. I'm moving mad. I'm moving, man. You're not Hollywood yet. You met Ian Wright. That's it, mate. Back, back, back. Ten past seven. Ten past seven, people. I can't hate about me, man, at all. Love for the super chat. Big up, DG. Your rant yesterday on Pablo Marie was absolute 10 minutes of DG gold. It's still making me laugh today. The energy is mad. Listen, I like Pablo Marie, man. I refuse to keep commenting on that player. I don't know who it is. You know, shout out to him. I heard he plays for Udinese. On that note, again... Before I get really angry again, I'm out. Oh, yeah. I've been given, like...